0: Hi there, Gary Turner here, your host of the Value Through Vulnerability podcast. Uh, Today I'm very excited to bring you another Have Courage conversation, this time with Tiffany Jameson. Tiffany is an incredibly energetic and awesome human being. She's a high-energy entrepreneur, qualified lawyer, and she shares her personal story of adversity during this conversation and how she used her own courage to develop herself, her family, and those that are around her. Um, three of the major takeaways I took from this conversation was this point around creation over competition. I really love how she speaks to the importance of us trying to get away from competing with others in a narrow space and just creating the new version of what we want to step into. I just think it's so, so powerful. She speaks about role modelling courage. You know, How do we role model courage so that we can show that it's okay and in fact beneficial to be more courageous to our families, our children, etc.? And she also speaks about challenging the status quo. Oh my God, such, a, such an important topic. And she shares so much more, including very vulnerably her own um, journey through um, a relationship where she was domestically abused as well. So she really is a sensational human being. And I'd love for you to join us in conversation. If anything resonates, please do share it with us, either on social media or directly. It's always appreciated to, to find out where these conversations are. Are, are piquing interest in people. And if you want to reach out and follow or connect with Tiffany, which I strongly recommend you do, you can find those details for her, both within the show notes, but also within the free Have Courage ebook, which you'll find also within the show notes, which contains the full 23 embedded interviews and takeaways within it. And I'd love for you to share that with your family, your friends, your spouse, your work colleagues. It's out there in the ether. It's my way of paying it forward. Uh, And I really hope that um, that serves you or those around you. Until the next conversation, thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Have Courage Summit. This is a summit that is dedicated to helping you get out of your own way and to help unleash that potential that sits within you. And this evening, I'm so, so excited to welcome Tiffany Jameson onto the summit. Hello, Tiffany.
1: Hi, Gary.
0: So good to have you here. I love it. Just to introduce Tiffany a bit more. So, she is a qualified attorney, she is an entrepreneur and businesswoman. And also one of the most courageous people I've met recently because she's managing four children. Amazing. So welcome to the summit Tiffany, how are you?
1: Thank you for having me. I am alive and so sometimes that's enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> love it, absolutely love it. So
1: we had sick babies this week. We had sick natives, that's what I call my babies, the natives of mass destruction because they can break air, and so, uh, you know, it's been a crazy, crazy week, but I'm, I'm glad that we finally connected. I'm so glad you're putting together this summit.
0: Oh, you're very, very kind. Do you mind, um, as we get going, do you mind just giving any viewers that may not know you yet, Tiffany? A bit more of a lowdown. So what do you do for work, what are you passionate about?
1: Wow. Well, okay, my passions are not, no, I'm just So, uh, yeah, I teach people how to generate revenue while Uh, Building authority and differentiation and sort of writing your own rules. So you always win. Yay, right, because you really need to do it your own way in this new connection transformation and attention economy. It's so important That you stand out right and part of standing out is just being yourself and doing it, you know, however it works for you. I'm a single mom. I'm American, obviously. And I lived in the Netherlands, and so yeah, I had to figure out like how I'm gonna, you know, my kids like this strange thing called food. You know, they <laughs> want to be fed, so <laughs> figure out how I was gonna provide for them because I don't speak the language. And yeah, so that's, you know, that's what I do. I show people how to take their stuff and put it out there in a way that isn't copycat or cookie cutter, but really just uh, you know fills their lives. But at the same time, they're doing it wild. No big numbers. So we use a lot of brain psychology or brain science or biopsychology so you don't
0: have to compete. You just create. Yay. And
1: like lots, that.
0: Of yay. lots of yay. <laughs> Do you know what, what's, what's already jumping out to me already, Tiffany, from you is just this uh, A, the abundance of energy from you. But also, I think you're helping people find abundance in many ways rather than competing with other people. That's really powerful
1: do it your own way and there is enough for all of us right and I think if we're chasing after each other's stuff then we're gonna miss our own right so you just really need I think it was Earl Nightingale he said you know take a look around at what everyone else is doing then do the opposite you'll probably be very successful and the point is there are always acres of diamonds in your own yard right so go out in your own yard and mine for your own diamonds and in, in law school I had this professor little guy i can't remember his name but he had like these weird glasses i digress and he said he who writes the rules always wins and it stuck with me from when i passed the bar and opened my practice no internship no externship no job ever i went from passing the bar to going law office and everybody thought i was crazy but i always remembered that when you write your own rules you always always win so that's what, you know, I've empowered, I really don't like that word, share with people how to do. Write your own rules, that's yes. my
0: jam. That is, it's a pretty amazing jam to be honest because this summit is about courage. And do you know something Tiffany? I mm-hmm. think it takes courage to be able to be someone that actually writes their own rules and doesn't follow the crowd.
1: Yeah, and you know, as you can tell by the hair, you know, <laughs> sort of doing my own right and you know the easiest thing in the world is just to be yourself and you know i'm over here and i don't speak the language and you know you step out every day you know you're going to get stared at but just like embrace that man you know you're just like hey i'm just doing my thing and what's really powerful is most of us are parents right and you help your children to see that it's okay not only okay you should celebrate all the things that make us unique. I actually asked one of the natives, my oldest Bliss, yes, their names are Bliss, Stryker, Spring, and Anchor. True. And and I asked her, Do you want mommy to wear normal hair? And they look (gasps) Horrible! <gasps> no, you know. Beautiful. And it just really affirmed for me that doing my own thing is a good thing for myself and for my children. And I think in a way, it gives other people like permission, you know, to kind of do their own thing too. Because they're like, well, she can do it. Maybe I can do it and, you know, she can, you know. Well, that's what I'm just, you know, just do your own thing, man.
0: That's, just, that's I just love already, you know, you're talking about how you're role modeling to your own children, that it's okay to be you. I think that's so powerful, Tiffany, so powerful.
1: Yeah, you have to, you have to um, I have a child that has special needs anyway, and a lot of times I think my my girls, because it's one of my sons, and my girls, uh, yeah, I worry about, I worry about them having to navigate being the siblings of a child with special needs, because you're always gonna get stared at. If he has a moment, if he has a breakdown, you're always, So it was really just important to me for them, you know, kind of tying it into this courage thing for them to be okay with having a brother who's a little bit different and having that courage. It takes a lot of strength, I think, even in these little little awesome girls to be able to say, hey, yeah, that's my brother and not be ashamed and not run away and, and just really yeah, embrace differences. And I see how they are with other people who have differences because they've had that experience. So, yeah, I just really want them to to see that and to be okay with being, and they are different anyway. They're biracial, they're bi-national, you know, their mom wears blue hair, or this week, you know, <laughs> one time I had a rainbow, you know, you just, you, you gotta embrace it, right? <laughs> you, just, you just got to, you know, or else it's gonna be a really, really hard time for them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're just, honestly, I love your energy. I just love your energy, Tiffany, anyway. But I just think there's so much more in your message than maybe even you realize you're giving to my viewers right now, because we are talking about courage. We are talking about going first. We are talking about being vulnerable to show more of who we really are to those that are around us, whether at home, at work, or in society. How how does that that come into your work at all with your clients? Is that something you have to work with them on, building that muscle to go first? Well,
1: that's my own muscle. we are our clients in some way at some point in the journey right and I think anytime I put anything out there all of my stuff comes up right and you do have to kind of just be with it and go okay you know I I have like this whole process where if, if I were my friend and she was going through this what would I say to her right and so then I'm just like saying those things to myself okay so if it flops so what you know you got it done you course correct and you keep going and i think um that's sort of like yeah (laughs) like how you have to deal with that i think it doesn't change if you achieve any level of success you know michael jordan didn't stop practicing oprah has a life coach you know it doesn't change it's just different problems at different levels and your stuff will always come up and part of I think why people um end up in the yay rad community as I call it is because I'm very open about my childhood trauma I'm very open about you know leaving a very abusive relationship I'm very open about like yeah I don't freaking know but I'm gonna do it anyway and it's not like I'm not I'm not afraid I'm just like yeah okay I'm afraid and just you know <laughs> keep it moving because my kids like Ooh, you know <laughs> yeah. so, perspective right But really, you you just have to keep going anyway, and don't think that any guru or anybody who's doing something that you might want to do, if you want to write that book, if you want to be that life coach, if you want to put together an awesome summit, helping people like my man Gary here, you're going (laughs) to, your stuff will come up. If you think that it's not, you're wrong. And if you think that you're not going to want to go hide under the table, you're wrong. If you think that you won't make up every excuse including, I gotta paint my nails, therefore I cannot write the book, you're wrong, it's gonna come up, just be with it like, okay, I see, I actually gave mine a name, his name is Pierre, I don't know why, (laughs) (laughs) just like, what, I don't know why, (laughs) you know, my clients have Agnes, you know, just pick, you know, hey, hey, Pierre, sit down, you know, I got some stuff to do. I'll be right back. You know, <laughs> that's how you
0: have to deal with it. I'm going to come back to the serious point, but I need to clarify this, Tiffany. Where does Pierre come from? Come on, be honest.
1: I have not. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I was just like in the grips of fear, you know, and I just couldn't get anything done, and I was totally procrastinating, and I was like, "Damn, Pierre!" and I was like, "Who's Pierre?" But it just seems like <laughs> to. But, you know, I make up things, you know, I make up funny songs, you know, for the natives. So Pierre just seems, I don't know, you know, I'm not surprised it's Pierre, I'll just say. Maybe some subconscious something from the past, I don't know. But yeah, Pierre is his name, and you know, I tell Pierre, sit down, you know, I got things to do. You know, gotta beat the kids, <laughs> so sit <down. laughs> I'm,
0: sorry, go <laughs> I, I, I'm now feeling a bit jealous because I had my whatever gremlins. That sounds a bit boring, gremlins. I prefer Pierre. I think. Yeah, Give him a name. Well, see, gremlins are like
1: cute, though. Remember, they're like all soft and fuzzy, and maybe a gremlin would be. But I'm telling you, Pierre is like you know, he's like built like a rock, man. He's like coming for me. You know? And I gotta be all up in here with mine, so you know I don't think Gremlin would have done it. Pierre, Pierre's a badass, and I could be better than Pierre. So yeah, like you know, maybe turn him into something else, like you know Liam. Know.
0: I've, I've got some ideas. I'll come. I'll come offline and run those by you, Tiffany. Sounds
1: <laughs> yes, good. Sounds good.
0: Do you know something as well that is? You know, you just mentioned what you just mentioned to me. So literally, I can share with you and the viewers. Three days ago, I mm-hmm. had that very moment. I'm going to call mine Todd. Don't ask me why. Yeah, Todd, <laughs> Todd, 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 yeah Todd, Todd's getting me. Three days ago, I literally sat here, Tiffany, honestly. And I was like, who the hell do I think I am as Gary this yeah. summit? Who, who am I? And it all came up. And I literally had about three hours of just... And I knew I, knew I was doing it to myself. Mm-hmm. I just had to settle and just say it's okay, you know. Todd, Todd, off. But it, it
1: happens. Else, right? Like you just like Todd, now. Sit down. I'm busy. Yeah, and, you know, and, and you're doing a great job. I mean, like you know, you're engaging. You got some killer uh, speakers on your summit, you know, and and. You're doing something really really great in the world and you know anytime you step into your own greatness that stuff is gonna be like nip nip nipping at your heels and it's only gonna come up when you are in your greatness it's not gonna come up when you're playing small when you're hiding under the table you know it has to come up so that you can move through it and see like Todd you're not that bad you know Todd becomes like you know the little guy in mini me you know? Or you know, Pierre becomes smaller when I when I accomplish something. You know, you just or you said, Todd, hey, come with me and let's go kick some butt together. You know, bring them with you. But it, it it can only come up when you're in your greatness, when you're doing something powerful, when you're out there sharing with the world, when you're trying to empower other people, which is exactly what you're doing with this summit. Then yeah, right? It could it would come up if you were sitting at home and watching TV, watching Netflix. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> how, how, what a great piece of wisdom right there that's so 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 true so can could you could you share with the viewers maybe Tiffany an example of when you've really stepped, you've know, you, clearly do it quite a lot with, with your job, but has there been a particular moment in your life where you've really stepped in you know, in a major way, stepped into your courage and said no, I've got to face the fear and do it anyway, is there anything that Oh up? we don't have that kind of time
1: Gary Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> My life is an example, oh, damn, you know. But I would say the most recent would be when I finally broke free of my abusive, uh, malignant, narcissistic Mm ex-husband. I call him the wasbin. Was plus husband. And, or rat bastard, either way, but we'll say was. (laughs) And, yeah, you know, I had been... Trying to figure out how to make it work, and I remember uh, laying in the bed with my son, the one with challenges, and and just thinking, well, if we just all die, we'll be free, which is crazy now, but that's what I was thinking. You know, if we just all died, you know, and I looked over in my daughter Bliss's eyes. That's her her twin brother. They're the twins, boy girl twins. And I looked over in her eyes and I can see the light going out. Like, you know how kids they just they have a spark, right? And I can see like her light dimming. And I was like, you gotta fight, you gotta fight, you know? And we just started listening to some Tony Robbins of all things, I don't know why. Um, and we just started saying our incantations. I love you so much. We got this all and it was driving him crazy. Well, ultimately, after some violent episodes, I finally I don't know what came over me i just called the police like during an episode which is something that i had feared because living in this country uh, custody laws are a little different you know the presumption is joint custody in europe whereas in america children of tender years are the presumption is they go to the mother unless there's some kind of abuse and even then they're like well how bad is it you know? <laughs> but here that's the presumption and so i'm thinking I can't let them go to him you know if I end up in court like how's this gonna all play out like all these things I can't speak the language I can't record documents I can't do anything because he kept like such a tight rein on us as many domestic violence survivors will say and then it's like yeah I'm a lawyer I have a master's degree I taught university I should have known better and all of the shame and all of that all at once mm-hmm. and just in that moment I call the police tried to hang up, they got the call anyway, they came and they took him away and we never looked back. And, you know, that was that moment where I was like, I don't know if we're gonna have food, I don't know what's gonna happen, I don't know anything. I literally knew nothing. You know, who's gonna believe me? Oh, she's too smart, how could she end up like this? All of that stuff. I didn't even know how to open my own checking account, like I knew nothing, okay, they don't have checks over here, but you know, bank accounts, all of that stuff, all things that he handled. Uh, my parents had stole a, a large sum of money out of my PayPal account, so really, my children and I had nothing. And I still said, I cannot let this happen to bliss. I have to break this cycle. And it was the best decision I ever made. It's been scary. He has terrorized us pretty much the entire time. But in the end, I have kept him out of the house. And, you know, he pretty much stays away, you know. Uh, and I think that was like the defining moment for me that I, not even really fight back, but I just said, okay, enough, like this is it, like you will not hurt us anymore. And so that's the most recent one. But I, I have those kind of moments like every day. <laughs> I'm a single mom, Everything. day <laughs> I'm fighting a good fight. But that's really one where you just have to—you just have to know that it's gonna be okay. And it, you know, I would be lying if I said it wasn't hard. I don't have family. I don't have a support system at all because my uh, my family is batshit crazy. There's that. Um, and I told you about—I had a lot of childhood trauma, like a lot. You know, and then I found out I was pregnant. as a result of the attack. It was just like really a bad thing. So here I was, three babies, one with special needs, find out I'm pregnant, one on the way, and still I'm like, you are not coming back here. And so I want your in your viewers, the people who are participating in the summit to always know it will be okay. When you choose the light, right? I chose that bliss is light would not go out on my watch. And when you choose that, it will work out. Just keep choosing it and choose it again and choose it again and choose it again because there were many times <laughs> when I was just like, I should just let him come back, you know, because he would take our food away, take our money and I wouldn't have food or something like that. And, you know, my parents stole my money, so I'm like, what am I gonna do? And so I have to quickly, I mean, luckily I know business right? and throw some stuff together and, and fix it. But, you know, in the midst of being so sick from being pregnant and having these kids, long social needs and in, in all of this, trying to put the pieces together, you know, if I can do it, anybody can do it. You know, over here in the worst possible situation. I have so custody of my children, thank God. And, you know, he only gets supervised visits. So all of those fears, you know, all of those Pierre's, right, were just Pierre's, you know. And if anything, they helped steer me to, okay, well, I need to document this. If that's my fear, I need to document that. So he can't, so I can prove that this is true. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by using Todd. Like if this is coming up, use Todd to kind of, okay, Todd, I see you're worried about that. I'll send that extra email or I'll I'll make sure, I'll
0: follow up. I will, you know, and and that will help. So that would be my my last, my latest big one. Well, first of all, thank you so vulnerably for sharing. I know you do talk publicly about it, but even so, it's a very poignant and very emotive topic. You know, one of the most extreme that anyone I could imagine ever dealing with. And for you to exude the positivity and just the, the truth, you know, yeah. the, the truth that it'll be okay. I think it's really, really powerful. So thank you.
1: It will be okay. It will, I know it doesn't feel like it, but it will just take the first step and keep choosing the light, right? Just keep choosing and and you will have to choose it over and oh, you might have to choose it minute to minute, minute to minute, okay, I, this is what I chose. It's gonna be okay, it's gonna be okay, you know? Uh, especially in that situation, because you just don't know. But if you keep
0: choosing it, it will be. And do you know what also comes up for me as you're talking about this as well? In, in, even in that most horrific, extreme situation, you're using the word a lot, choice. And I mm. think people sometimes think when they're in those dark moments or they, you know, they're in a job they don't like or a relationship they don't like, that they don't have a choice. But what you're mm. saying really clearly is even in the most extreme situations, we always have a choice.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah well yeah it's true like I think it was Will Smith I saw something on him the other day and he was talking about we're not responsible for the things that happen to us but you know it's our it's not our fault the things that happen to us but it's our responsibility to figure out how we're going to make a good life so if we had sucky parents like I did they really suck. <laughs> then you know I can I get to choose how I'm going to respond to that? Am I going to allow that to define me? I chose, I started university at 15, I finished university at 19, and went on to get all these degrees and stuff like, that was my way out, right? And so, you know, you find, you get to choose how you're going to respond to that. And um, yeah, sometimes it's like, the lesser are two evils, is that how they say it? Like it's bad and it's worse, you know? But just choose that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the horse is no good, right, so, you know, you kind of have to choose the one that's most aligned with where you're trying to go, right, not from where you are, because it would have been so easy to let that monster back in my house, you know, but, you know, because then, okay, I don't have to worry about this, I don't have to worry about that, I you know I can control what he's doing with my kids, I don't have to go to, like, all of the things that I fear, but then, he's back in the house, so I had to go, okay, this is going to hurt a little, or this will hurt a lot. So let me go ahead and hurt a little for a little while and, you know, see it through. And that's what people need. There, there's sometimes there is no good choice. There's only bad and worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you to choose.
0: Yes. it's it's fascinating because what i re- what I'm really picking up, which is lovely, is you know you spoke at the beginning about rewriting you know, writing your own rules of your mm-hmm. life, of how you operate. And I just think it's just so beautiful how you how that you know, it's so congruent. I just want to feed that back to you. It's the way you speak, the way you come across your energy, but it's also beautifully congruent. It really, really is. Thanks. I know I think
1: it's all the teeth that helps with the big smile. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh no! It's, it, it, so, it's,
1: our, all our experiences are to help someone else, right? We don't suffer in vain, right? Like everything that we've been through, everything that you've been through, you know, all of your experiences said, hey, Gary, let me put together the summit, right? So, you know, because you're saying, well, you know, people need courage. I have this experience, let me step out there, you know? And it's, all of our experiences, even the sucky ones are to help someone. They're not in vain. I know it feels like it, but I, I have to believe. That it's meant to help
0: someone else, or else, like, damn, right. <laughs> That's not <for> nothing. <laughs> I, I have to ask you, Tiffany. Have you always been like it? Have you been innately positive and energetic from a young age, or is it something that you sort of evolved into over the years? I, I'm imagining that you've always been this way. You're pretty hard. Yeah, I
1: think so. I am a Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> an introvert so I've always kind of been in my own world Uh, and in my world you know there are rainbows so And (laughs) and I think you know it's interesting Gary like with my my spring she's her birthday is six days after mine and I see so much of myself in her had I not been abused and so I think I've always been that way because she's like the rainbow painter she's like tell me about yourself let's have a talk you know and just really want to connect with people so I think that that's who I would have been if I hadn't had trauma with that said what happens when you have a lot of trauma is you're trying to get through the day and so you learn to compartmentalize or you're just like okay well that happened but I I can't focus on that right now because you know the trauma happened at night when I was asleep but I still got to get up to go to school and do my work right and still because that's my way out so I think I focus more on how I'm going to get out than the trauma. So probably, I've probably always, you know, the combination of survival <laughs> and just probably just who I've always been. But it's just
0: better, right, to laugh. It just feels good. Lovely. Oh, no, it's, it's totally lovely. I'd really like, you know, I've just talked to you all day very, very easily. I just, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm really interested because I, I want people just to learn a little bit more about, you know, the, the work that you do. You know, mm-hmm. can, can you can, can you give an example of maybe some of the transformations for people that may be watching that haven't, you know, they're, they're meeting you for the first time. What mm-hmm. sort of transformations have you supported people with? You know, maybe where they were before to where they are today. Have you got any examples of maybe how you're well, working?
1: Well, um, I work a lot with service professionals. Um, well, I, it's kind of funny. I started out in like the personal development space, right? That's sort of how I came but uh i found that i was able to do things that i didn't know that i didn't know how to do and so i got really good at those things like how to drive traffic or how to get like a bunch of views on your youtube video or just writing copy, like things that just seemed to come naturally right and i enjoyed them and so people were like how did you do that and i would be like i don't know oh okay i'll show you you know and i sort of stumbled in to what i do now which is like business and that sort of thing So before, you know, I helped people, like, get through all of that stuff and finally get pregnant, because myself, I lost five babies. And so, uh, you know, helping people kind of bust through that subconscious stuff that might be uh, stopping your body from doing what you want it to do. For me, it was getting pregnant, staying pregnant, and delivering healthy babies. But in business, I've had people, mostly service professionals, like you have doctors, dentists, lawyers, you know, service, right? Life coaches, business coaches who want to stand out without being douches, you know, who don't want to be jerks or, you know, i you know, who just really have amazing transformation, but they're not sure how to talk about it. And they don't want to talk about it and sound like everybody else. They don't want to use what I call forgettable words. You know, they want, they don't want to be trucks in a having to do, you know, 12,000 blog posts before they make a sale. You know they want to be able to talk directly to that buying brain and I show people how to do that so some examples would be uh, I have a client she's an agoraphobic and she like she literally can't leave her house and she was facing like once uh, I guess an attack happens um, she's like what am I gonna do and so she found my book guru worship which I talk about like you know the scams and stuff there in the business uh, area right And she asked to work with me and now she's totally self-supporting, she's hitting consistently six figures, and she doesn't leave home. And she's able to do that because you know I showed her how okay, this is how you focus this revenue while you build authority and differentiation. We don't do that first. We make money and we build authority while we make money, right? At the same time. (laughs) And you know, now she you know she's consistent increase her income, she works from home, she can pay for her meds and pay for her therapist and pay for all of these things, and she wouldn't have been able to do that uh, before. Uh, people who wanted to get their ebooks done or just get, you know, stuff done that they weren't able to get done, they're able to, to do. Um, introverts are doing live streams now when they were like, I don't want to get on my streams, you know, writing copy when they thought that they couldn't you know things like that just showing them like it doesn't have to be sleazy it doesn't have to be scammy it doesn't have to be any of that kind of stuff just really focus in on solving a problem for people and they will be grateful that you helped them solve it and stop trying to do this 12 module seven-figure launch stuff and just go i'm going to show you how to get people to respond to your dating profile right something so simple um, and I have clients who um, oh, this one's kind of cool. She uses masturbation as uh, a cure for writer's block, and I just thought, well, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> right on. And and she's really a testament of courage because she comes from a very conservative state in the, in, in America. And she's like the choir director, her husband is the pastor. So really she had to step outside of herself and like create this like alter ego. And she built this seven-figure business all around like sexual empowerment and everything else. And it's like, you know, church woman by day, you know, goddess by night. <laughs> that <kind of> thing. <laughs> But it's enabled her to open homes and and, and orphanages and different things in schools all in third world countries because she's able to generate this seven-figure income completely under the radar. Which is an example of you don't have to be everywhere. You just have to solve problems and have people who will pay you (laughs) to have that problem solved. And you can really build a great life for yourself. So like it, it runs the gamut but in the end, solve a problem. Tell people you can solve it. Make money. It's it's pretty stri- and
0: do it your own way. Like don't be thinking that it has to be a certain way. That's what I do. That and what 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 powerful examples? <laughs> what what powerful examples? And I'm gonna be oh, I'm gonna be asking you to introduce uh, that lady. No, I'm joking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: yeah. That's I a random
1: block like under the radar probably because you know I'm kind of an introvert too and I'm just like hey I don't care what you do and I have this couple who are also ministers and they started like this sexual freedom sort of camp thing uh, that they do with couples who want to have alternative lifestyles but keep it under the radar and I'm like you know so we put together these little retreats for them and yeah they are Crushing it and still able to show up on Sunday, and it's not a contradiction because they're doing it together as a couple and, and everything else And yeah, it's write your own rules, you know, they're under this impression like, oh man, you know, we love God So we can't love sex, and we love, you know, no, no You have a calling, you know, you write your own rules, you do your own thing There is a way if you're solving a problem now they're helping other couples other Christian couples who felt that constraint of I can't love God and love sex. I can't love God and love SNL. Well, you don't want to ever. I'm going to be too graphic, but you get what I'm saying. Um, yes, you can. <laughs> right? And there's somebody who's able to help you. And if I hadn't have been me, then they probably wouldn't have gravitated towards me, right, and been able to put that out there and help other couples. So for people who are watching the summit, if you're not being you, the people that you can help can't be helped. They need to know that you are there and available to help them. Don't talk in flu flu, frump-free language, oh, empowerment, no. Say, hey, I can help you have an orgasm. I can help you potty train your kid. I can speak directly to the problem. And the people that have that problem are like, yes, you, come here, <laughs> I have this thing, can you help me? You know, and you'll make money. They'll be happy to pay you because you helped.
0: That's just such a wonderful way to, to finish this incredible conversation, Tiffany. Honestly, I could talk to you about this. In my work clothes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what's the best way for people to reach you? If people want to get in contact with you, you, know, follow on the conversation with you. What's the best way to contact you?
1: Well, you know, you can always go to my, my website, TiffanyJameson.com, but no one ever spells my name right. So go to... <laughs> <laughs> Revenueradical.com, and yeah, it'll redirect you to, to me and and yeah, I'd love to talk to you in the Yay Rad community. <laughs> lots of yay, lots
0: of brats. <laughs> you are an amazing human being, Tiffany. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Thanks.
0: Let's, let's keep in contact.
1: Okay, I will do. Bye, guys.
0: Yes. <laughs>